This is Mindset for Success with your host, Dr. Leslie Knudsen. Each week, she will interview women entrepreneurs to explore the unconscious psychological struggles they faced as they build their businesses and how they overcame them. Here's your host, Leslie Knudsen. This is Mindset for Success, and I'm your host, Dr. Leslie Knudsen. Each week, we interview women entrepreneurs to explore the unconscious psychological struggles they face as they build their businesses and how they overcome them. Um, I wanted to welcome um, Adriana Smith here today. It's wonderful to have you, and thank you so much for joining me, Adriana. Thank you, Leslie. Pleasure to be here. Um, After working for several years at Deloitte, six years ago, Adriana Smith founded First Choice Business Brokers Los Angeles office with her business partner, Lana Hout. Adriana, who is one of America's top business brokers and is a third generation broker, advises small businesses transactions across a wide range of industries. In addition, she and Lana created the Biz Hotlines, sorry, the Biz Hot List, which provides entrepreneurs advice on how to build and scale small businesses. Adriana is originally from Pennsylvania and currently lives in Los Angeles. <clears throat> Adriana, you spent a successful five years at Deloitte before you opened your own business broker and real estate firm with your partner, Lana. I imagine that there was some risk and uncertainty about doing this. And how did you manage feeling um, this way? Yes, um, absolutely. There, there was a good amount of risk. Um, you know, after spending five years at a big company like Deloitte, um, you know, kind of doing the corporate ladder track. Uh, I got this opportunity to open this office. And I think that um, at that point in time, I, I saw it as a significant risk. But I also had recently learned a little bit more about how to believe in myself, actually, when I got my manager promotion. Um, what What happened when I went for my manager promotion was that I had my supervisors telling me that I deserved that promotion more than some of the other candidates. And I didn't see it that way. And I almost stood in the way of me getting promoted uh, Mm -hmm. as fast as I did. And the, I also at that time read Sheryl Sandberg's book, lean in, Mm -hmm. which was such a momentous, um, contribution to I think women in business and, and understanding, you know, how, you know, men advance versus women in a workplace, you know, the biggest thing was, did I think I could do it? Mm-hmm. And so after I saw that play out in my promotion, when I got this opportunity, I said, you know what, here's another shot for me. Um, I'm already a manager. I, know how to run my projects. I do well with the clients. I, you know, I'm really good at executing quality work. Then I, you know what, I'm going to, it's time for me to bet on myself and I'm going to do that. And, um, 
and failure is just not an option. So by that point, I, I was confident in my abilities and in my work ethic and in my in my intelligence to figure it out even when it doesn't Mm -hmm. work. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about why you doubted the promotion, why you were, why you had self doubt about the promotion. You know what? I think that, and what I realized after reading lean in was um, I think women a lot of the time feel that they have to be a complete expert at something, mm. you know, like they're doing, they're executing it so well before they're able to be promoted. You know, mm-hmm. like let's say a position says you have to do X, Y, Z, you know, type of work. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. the woman is going to want to be an expert before they go for the, the promotion so that they can show, oh yeah, I execute this all the time. Whereas a man might say, oh, I could do that. I might not know how to do it right now, but you know, I, I'm sure I could do it. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to say, yep, yep, I'll do it. And do you know that they will get promoted faster because they're not taking all the time to be the mm-hmm. expert mm-hmm. before they get there. Mm-hmm. So um, so that was really what it was. I, you know, I thought I was good at my job, but I just felt like, well, for me to be at that level, I have, I have to be, you know, already fully, you know, perfect at it. Right, and that's right, really right. a facade. <laughs> right, right. And tell me now, today, looking back on that, do you still struggle sometimes with needing to be perfect? Um, well, it's funny. Uh, yeah, sometimes I do. I, I think that, um, you know, being a perfectionist is something that a lot of, I, I think a lot of people who do really well in career and who are in business because when you're a perfectionist, you kind of don't, you don't stop until it's right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but there is a, but um, that can also, I, I've had to learn also how to distinguish, okay, when does something need to be perfect versus good enough? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, you're missing out on opportunities or the ability to execute because you're perfecting something mm-hmm, that's not mm-hmm. adding enough value. Mm-hmm. So. Tell me what part of your journey did you finally kind of figure out? I need to differentiate between being perfect and therefore not getting up, maybe not being able to take opportunities or I need to do it well enough, but not hold myself back. At what point did that kind of become obvious to you? Well, I think um, I, I just started to get the glimmer with that manager promotion. Mm-hmm. But then when I actually you know, took the leap and we started to build our office, um, you know, I could really see how, you know, sometimes there's just not enough time and energy to do it anymore. Right. You've got right. to really start, start right. to pick you know, what gets my attention. And, and I, I would see cases where, and and I've always been pretty self-reflective and then also the benefit of having a business partner and opening a business, Mm -hmm. you know, we're constantly self-reflecting against each other and Mm -hmm. comparing notes. But um, I would see that, you know, oh, maybe I put so much time and energy, let's say into a, a presentation for a new potential client. I wanted everything to be you know, pretty and perfect and tight. And, you know, that could take, you know, let's say that took me, 
you know, 15 hours. Well, maybe I didn't get that client, but could I have done a great enough job in probably five hours and then mm-hmm. gone and pitched two or three more clients and got an opportunity? So now I'm the one who's suffering mm-hmm. by having less opportunities. And so I, I would see when I started to see that happen, I was like, hold on, I, I, I've got to recalibrate this. <laughs> right. And also because at a certain point you should probably go to sleep and take care of yourself, right? 15 versus oh, five yeah. hours is a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Leslie, like taking care of myself only really started within the last like year and a half. <laughs> wow. And how come you were able to do it a year and a half ago? What sort of got you, I'm going to say, courageous to be able to say, no, I'm going to actually take care of myself? Um, well, you know, the, the burnout, you know, you definitely can burn out. Um, I've definitely experienced uh, many bouts of burnout. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think the first few times, you know, you might think it's a little bit more superficial, like, okay, well, you know, I just need to get a little extra sleep on the weekend. I just mm-hmm, need to, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe space out my calls a little bit. You know, you start with those remedies, but I think um, I just kind of kept going deeper um, and, you know, exploring how do people find, you know, kind of that constant centered Exactly. And, and feeling rest and relaxed. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I mean, I I would say I started that pursuit probably four years ago, but only in the last year and a half, I feel like I've made the real significant strides to where my beliefs about those things have changed. And do you um, think it's because you feel a little more secure about yourself? You've been in the business a while now, six years. I've said you've been on your own for six years. Do you think part of it is that you, you know, have had enough experience and had enough successes that you don't have to be so worried, so perfect? Yes, I think that definitely plays plays into it. But then again, I you know, I meet business owners all the time who I think have never learned that lesson in 30 (laughs) or 40 years. So (laughs) there you have it. Still has to have the will um, and the courage to go pursue it because it's not, it's not easy because I think what, what I used to think, and I I feel like a lot of um, high achievers, high performers think this is, you know, and also I was, you know, bred in, in finance and trained in finance and boot camp style where it's like you you do everything for the client. You work mm-hmm, until mm-hmm. the work is done. Mm-hmm. Your needs are sacrificed because you, mm-hmm. you know, what you need to do for this client, this project, your bosses is more important. So right. I really was also bred in that kind of an environment. Um, and And so I came in thinking me last. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm mm-hmm. in client service. I We're doing deals, right? There's, mm-hmm. you know, when we're doing business deals, there's a time is of the essence, time kills deals. There's a lot of moving parts. You're constantly mm-hmm. switching mm-hmm. between clients and obstacles. And so, you know, but the deal's got to get done. Mm-hmm. It's not about mm-hmm. you. It's about them and your clients and the deal. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I think I had that me last 
um, belief and mindset for a long time, even if I didn't define it that way in the moment. Mm-hmm. But um, but then, you know, you you also realize, well, when it's me last all the time, if I burn out, if I get sick, right. if I exactly. can't, you know, function, well, then I'm really no use to anyone, am I? <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Right. And better to do it sooner rather than later. Yes. Yeah. So I'm, um, you describe yourself as a third generation broker, which I find really interesting. And can you describe, can you tell me a little bit about how maybe your upbringing made it harder or easier to master a mindset for success? Well, um, that's a really interesting question. So I, I think that it, it made certain things easier and certain things harder. Um, you know, being being raised in a family, um, you know, third generation broker. My my dad and my grandmother were in brokerage, owned a, a brokerage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they both are, you know, pinnacles of work ethic. And and my mother too, who is not in the business, but my parents are extremely hard workers. And my grandmother, you know, when she opened her brokerage, she was a trailblazing woman in in New Jersey and when real estate was only men. Um, so she she was, you know, the the original, you know, trailblazing woman of her time. And mm. so um, and then my dad joined her and, and, you know, built that office. And so they have always been models to see mm-hmm. how, you know, your hard work, your smarts, your dedication, your ability to strategize, figure things out, you can be mm-hmm. successful mm-hmm. no matter what. So failure is not an option. Excuses are are not an option. Um, and I was, I always say I was, you know, sitting at the kitchen table when I was a little girl, my dad was talking to me about deals. So in that mm-hmm. sense, mm-hmm. for me to understand how this works and to understand that I could do it, I had always been instilled with that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, confidence. And so, so that I think was, it probably made my entry into this industry easier because mm-hmm. I had the models and, you know, the support there. And it was familiar. Um, it was familiar. Um, and I had the discipline, you know, I was, I was raised like that too. I'm also a second degree black belt. Mm-hmm. So, wow. So I know how to work hard at something over and over and over and over Mm -hmm, and over again. mm -hmm. Um, So that, you know, that just builds like a a strength and a grounding to you that, Mm -hmm. you know, to keep going, even when, you know, you get kicked off the horse and you just get back on it sort of Mm -hmm, thing. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I think the part that made it harder and when you're saying about a mindset for success is a little bit about what we talked about um in your previous question is just realizing okay that I also need to take the time for myself and that it's just not only about work because I think I I think I am a recovering workaholic as well um and and so I and what I see is that you know that kind of hard work that tenacity even you know sometimes how the the stress and the anxiety can drive you it can drive you to achieve a certain level but it can also be what takes you down it can be your achilles heel and so what Mm -hmm. i think is Mm -hmm. the what you need what i feel like i needed and what i think 
people need to get into the next echelon and to keep the longevity going is really kind of mastering, you know, how you fill your needs, take care of yourself, mm-hmm, but then also mm-hmm, scale mm-hmm. and grow at the same time. But it's not taking away from you mm-hmm. the way it did in the beginning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I imagine, I mean, I don't know if this is true, but that your, your grandmother must have been a really strong role model, female role model for you. Absolutely. Um, and it's, it's funny because when you're younger, like you don't even realize you right. know, right. who, your, who right. your grandmother was. But um, as I grew up, you know, and thinking and, and you know, her, my great grandparents, um, her parents came from Ukraine. Mm-hmm. They didn't know, uh, not educated, didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. She grew mm-hmm. up poor and hard. Mm-hmm. And just by her own will and smarts and, and what she observed and you know, took advantage of opportunities and her ability to take those risks. I mean, you know, especially at the time, I mean, we're talking about in the sixties and Mm seventies, you know, um, you know, my, my dad would tell me when they opened their office, she would receive threats from the other, um, the men brokers because she kind of came into the space of saying like, we're going to take you down and, oh yeah, like this woman can't, you know, do this. And, you know, back then I think people were a lot more explicit with that kind of stuff. And so, but I'm like, wow. And so she still did it, you know? And so there's no reason I shouldn't. <laughs> You're right. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what I was looking for. I'm guessing that was a pretty strong role model. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, let me ask you another question, take a different tact. You and Lana are the co-founders of the Biz Hot List, which, which offers entrepreneurs advice on how to build and scale small businesses. What do you think are the top three things that a woman entrepreneur needs in order to be successful? Uh, yeah, so um, specifically for women, I would say that it, it does start with the initial confidence in yourself. Um, I, I think that, you know, the mindset to think that you can do it and that you know what you're doing mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. It, that that can be really hard to establish um, for some women, but that's it's critical. Um, and and we really, you know, shouldn't say things like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I hear I hear women do this all the time. You know, they'll say things like, um oh, you know, here it is, but it might not, you know, it might not be totally perfect. I, I didn't get a chance to finish this mm, last part. And mm, da, 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 da. Mm. Okay. When you say that you're already taking yourself down, you're telling the other mm-hmm. person, right. you should think less of my work right now. Right. Versus they probably wouldn't even notice it. They probably are going to think it's an amazing job mm-hmm. and you don't even need to put that negative seed in their head. So, sure, but, absolutely. See, all, but when women say that it's because they already lacking a certain confidence in what they're doing mm-hmm. and it's these small little things. So I, I think that like watching out for that and correcting it, mm-hmm. you know, over time mm-hmm. and having that confidence in what you're doing is key. I think, uh, Taking action, even when you're not sure, mm-hmm. um, is huge because when it comes to business, business is businesses are built by their entrepreneurs and their owners by executing a variety of decisions and taking things into action. Mm-hmm. And so I actually see a lot of women, um, 
get into decision making. One, they don't feel confident enough they can make the decision themselves. Two, they feel the need to analysis paralysis it, ask every single person and mm-hmm. you know, go through mm-hmm. all of the routes. Mm-hmm. And then what you're doing, though, you maybe then you'll make a decision, but you're making it um, one. You need to feel like you are the one making it. You can solicit for advice, but you mm-hmm. are the one making it. Mm-hmm. You're not asking anyone permission mm-hmm. Two, the quicker you can process through it and not get caught up in the weeds and the analysis paralysis. Right. The faster exactly. you're going to put something into action, the faster you're going to have a result or even a, a negative result. Let's say it doesn't go mm-hmm. well. But Mm -hmm. you learned. Now that's value. Now you use that and go make more decisions. So taking action faster, even when Mm -hmm. you're not sure, Mm -hmm. is crucial. And then learning to delegate faster Mm -hmm. as well. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, as women, too, you know, women are really great at doing a lot of different kind of things. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're multitaskers Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and because we, you know, have such a high quality of our work like we'll be really detailed and we you know and all of that but you even if you as the women woman business owner do it the best you can't do it forever mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so you need to delegate faster this is also relinquishing some of the control mm-hmm. some of the trust mm-hmm. uh, you know you have trust in the people that you're now delegating to But you've got to do that faster so that you can move on to bigger and better things and always think about your time as what is the highest and best use of my time. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not in, you know, doing, you know, the supply order, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. things like that. And so the faster that the, you know, that a woman business owner can delegate, the faster the business can grow and she can focus on the higher level strategies. So in some ways, I think it's related, and you tell me if I'm wrong, to the fear of failure. If you can delegate faster, if you can get through the weeds of thinking over a business decision faster and not get kind of stuck, you somehow have to suspend, I would guess, the fear of failing. Yes. Oh, yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, you the fear of failure is always there. Mm -hmm. Um, And men, men have it too. It's not that men don't Mm -hmm. have it for sure, but, but they, they don't feed it as much as the woman may do. And I think when you, when you learn that it's there and you're kind of, you, you can acknowledge it, um, but you don't have to feed it. Mm-hmm. And then, and I think it's important that once you see things go right, you know, it's about, you know, they say celebrating the small wins, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which I, I believe in, you know, you celebrate your small wins, but it's also proof to you, like really realize that all of the things that are going right, or, you know, what, even when something went wrong and you mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. use that knowledge to make something better and better, mm-hmm. there's the proof you're not going to fail. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. don't need to worry about that. Just right. like I don't need to worry that I'm going to walk out of my house and get struck by lightning. I'm mm-hmm. not worrying about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. right. And, you know, I really, I mean, I, I hear it and I talk about it a lot, but it's really celebrating the small wins. That's how you can stop also the worry, right? No, today mm-hmm. I did this well, period. Mm-hmm. Not Absolutely. to sort of go over that. 
Um, <clears throat> let me ask you one more question. There is a lot, you, you were talking about this and a lot of people talk about being, needing to be self-aware and listening to yourself. Um, how have you practiced this and what advice can you give to some of the women entrepreneurs out here listening tonight? Yes. Um, self-aware, being self-aware and awareness is, is a big topic and it's something that, um, I, I had to learn and I'm still on my awareness journey. And I think that's actually a lifelong journey really. Um, but you know, I've, the way that I've practiced it is, you know, when, when people say certain things and, you know, in our conversations with, um, with Lana, we reflect on, um, certain situations, uh, our tendencies, maybe how to handle things or how I'm handling things, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm, realizing mm-hmm. that I'm putting myself last how that's actually detrimental to my goal you know that took a lot of awareness to learn so I I had to listen to the people close to me um, and take a look at myself and and really be honest with yourself and I think you know I do things like Mm -hmm. I got into daily routines of you know meditating um, exploring you know spirituality um, things like that for me that then once you're kind of, you know, on that journey and, and you center and you're quiet with yourself, you also get the answers. And I think that mm-hmm. that's just mm-hmm. Absolutely. a very powerful thing of being able to really listen to your intuition mm-hmm. because if you're too, too busy, too hectic, too anxious, you're not going to hear those And slow signs down. Yeah, absolutely. And slow down to then know what to do best Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. how to absolutely make the decision that's working smarter not harder thank you so much adriana for sharing today with our listeners about your entrepreneur story and how you overcame some of the psychological obstacles um where can people reach you to learn more about your work um, sure. Thank you for having me as well, Leslie. Um, yes, we're always happy to hear um, from you and also offer any free consultations. You can reach us at um, bizbrokersla.com or at thebizhotlist.com. And for the Biz Hotlist, you can follow us on social media at the Biz Hotlist. Great. Thank you so much. This podcast is brought to you by Women Entrepreneurs Global, the first startup studio and digital DIY startup platform for women. For more information on our guests, this podcast, and many other female founder programs, please visit womenentrepreneurs.global. We believe in an open and non-stigmatizing dialogue about the hidden psychological difficulties experienced by many successful entrepreneurs and highlighting the strategies used to overcome them, such as fear of failure, of not being good enough, and that loud, chattering internal critic. Please join me next week for more Mindset for Success stories. I'm Dr. Leslie Knutson, and you can drop me a line at drlesliekanutson at drlesliekanutson.com. This podcast is brought to you by Women Entrepreneurs Global, the first startup studio and digital DIY startup platform for women. 
For more information on her guests, this podcast, and many other female founder programs, please visit womenentrepreneurs.global. We believe in open and non-stigmatizing dialogue about the hidden psychological difficulties experienced by many successful entrepreneurs and highlighting the strategies used to overcome them, such as the fear of failure, of not being good enough, and that loud, chattering internal critic is critical to helping other founders achieve success. Please join her next week for more Mindset for Success stories. That was Dr. Leslie Knudsen, and you can drop her a line at dr.lesliekanudsen at dr.lesliekanudsen.com.